Shouldn't shopping be as much fun as summer itself? That's what Macy's Backstage is all about. We've got the finds you can't resist, the brands you love, swimwear, shorts, sandals, everything for outdoor entertaining, pool parties, and more. With new deals arriving every week at prices so low, you never need a coupon. And when you see something, get it, because it's here today, gone tomorrow. That's the excitement of never knowing what you'll find, but always finding something. And just like summer, there's no better feeling. Visit Macy'sBackstage.com for locations. This is Tatooine Sons, a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to listen to the galaxy's greatest Star Wars podcasts, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Sabres Podcast, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadron Podcast, Skyhoppers Podcast, The Nerd Room, San Diego Sabres Radio Podcast, and Less Than 12 Parsecs Podcast. Visit StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first step into a larger world. Welcome Star Wars fans, episode 21 of Tatooine Sons. This week, we share our thoughts on the father-son writing team behind Solo's Star Wars story. Next, we break down the two Solo TV spots released this week. And finally, we ask, what if Greedo really did shoot first? I've waited a long time for a shot like this. It's time for Tatooine Sons. The Force is strong in my family. I am your father. <laughs> I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Welcome, Star Wars fans. This is Tatooine Sons, your weekly look into all things Star Wars. From the unique perspective of a father sharing his love for the amazing space fantasy saga with his two sons. I am BB Nate, and I'm joined first by my brother, Samuel the Hutt. A shoot to Star Wars fans, uh, thanks for tuning in, and if you're not a Star Wars fan, then you're missing out on some cool, like, father-son stuff, you know? I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. I had trouble this week coming up with my intro, so... We had lots of trouble this week. Yeah, t- this week was just a bit of a mess, so... But that's okay. We're gonna have a good time for the yeah. next hour. Yeah. Yeah. Or so. Or... And, of course, you can't have Star Wars without bizarre father figures, so on that note, here's my dad, the bowtie Jedi guy. What's up, guys? Hi. What's up? Haven't seen you much today. <laughs> yeah. Got up really early, drove to Orange County, did some meetings, went back to work, came in, worked on podcast stuff, and now we're going to record. Yeah. It's been and after this, I'm going to probably crash for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. It's been a kind of a long week. So, yeah. so we had a little bit of... Um, a break this week on some of our podcast stuff. So if you're if you're a, a fan and you listen not just to our weekly podcast, uh, this one, which is our flagship podcast, I don't know, we should have a sound effect or the something Rattus. for that. Yeah. yeah, our Radis podcast. Is that what we want to call that? That doesn't quite sound right. Yeah, makes me. Nathan, you're just going to stare at me all all podcast. I think while you play with your paper clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, we had um, normally our 10 questions on Tattooing Tuesday didn't get it up this week because um, Monday was so crazy I wasn't able to do the interview that night to get it ready which is fine 
Um, and then we've missed a couple of days this week with the Tatooine Sons Hollow Net podcast. But this one, we're going to keep doing oh, yeah. every week. Oh, yeah. We're here. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be all about Solo this week. What was you guys it the last podcast? Was it the la- no, the last podcast wasn't complete. We had a little bit of other, st- other stuff. What else did we I talk mean, about last podcast? We talked about the Solo trailer, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But then we talked, we had, we had our, um, questions from kids yeah. we didn't get any questions from kids getting this week either so it made it hard for us to do that so we did our questions from kids last week and then we had our solo trailer and then we did our what if category right, segment. Right. this week we're going to make sure that we cover everything that we do is going to be solo related there wasn't much else this week either well i mean there was some there well we'll see in our anything else oh that's true uh, closing that's true. there are there is some stuff well, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the podcast poll of the week all right, so last week's poll of the week was, um, it was awesome. Um, first, we forgot to post it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the way the week started. Um, we uh, Here's my commitment. We're going to get this podcast. Oh, no, the week started. Remember what happened last week with the podcast? Yeah. It got up there and only 16 minutes uploaded. Yeah, that week, that was... The beginning of this week. That was the. That's the way this, this podcast has been a week long started. Week. Yeah, that's, that's the way this podcast week started. So if you if you listened to last week's podcast and it cut out at sixteen minutes, and then you decided something either went wrong with our podcast or you guys do you, you know whatever. Or it's a secret. It, if you haven't listened to the end of it, it's actually a lot of fun. So it's been fixed. It was fixed by the end of that day. So you can go back and listen to that episode, but. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, hopefully this one will work right. So we're going to make sure this podcast gets up. It gets uploaded right. And we're going to make sure our podcast pull of the week gets up. And then I'm not going to worry about any podcast stuff until the end of the day Sunday. Rightfully so. And that, and that, and that, we're so, gonna, so no, no hollow net. Um, not tonight. Yeah. Not to, uh, maybe tomorrow night. I'm just still haven't decided. Yeah. We'll see. Cool. But we'll right, make anyway. that happen. All right. So this week's podcast poll of the week got posted to, uh, like eight hours ago <laughs> so it's not really a podcast poll of the week it's more well I mean it is the only poll, poll that we're going to do this week That's true. but it's, but it's only been up day. for eight hours so it's gotten a little bit less traction than normally would at this point you think? but we're not going to talk about the number of votes but we are going to talk about the percentages That's good. of the votes so our podcast poll of the week from last week was on a scale of one to ten ten being perfect you have to qualify that do you see that that um, Google reviews video? The yes. church reviews. Yes. And when the person that was like left a great review for the church that was like awesome. This is like one star, and they gave it one star <laughs> out of five on Google. They're saying they didn't quite get the terrible. idea. They didn't quite get the didn't idea. Get that. They don't quite get that. So I have to always clarify when I do these one to ten type things. So on a scale of one to ten, ten being perfect, what's your score for the full? Solo, a Star Wars story trailer. So before I give the results from our vigilant fans that jumped all over this podcast poll today, <laughs> BB Nate, scale of 1 to 10, 10 being perfect, what are you going to give it? 10. Mm. Really? Yeah, it was good. You, you like, I mean, couldn't have been better. They, they summed it up pretty well. Nothing you would leave out? Nothing you would have added? I'm... What if Boba? What if Boba Fett was in? That's it? what I was gonna do. Okay, so now I mean, what if Jabba the Hutt was in it? That's what I was gonna do. No, you. They, they did it. I. It would have been better, but they did what they had to do to get your attention. And so I, for you, I, ten being perfect means it got your attention. It made you want to see the movie. Yes, it accomplished that. And also, they have to keep stuff held back, and they That's can't true. just release a whole movie in one day. 
That's true. Yeah, do you think there was like, do you think that there are stuff in this teaser or in this trailer that won't be in the movie? Kind yes. of Rogue One, Last Jedi ish? Yeah, probably. And then like they'll be making that wasn't in the trailer. Movie. That'll be in the movie, like characters. Like, because Rogue One, you never saw Darth Vader. And no, no, no. You're but it was rumored, guy. yeah. I mean, that'd be like Jabba. rumored about Boba and Jabba, so yeah. there's chances that we could we could see him in this movie, in mm. Solo or whatever. I hope so. What about you, Sam? Samuel I, wanted. Probably give it an eight or a nine. Eight or a nine? Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously I want to see either Jabba or Boba, but, you know, they also have to hold something back. So. Because Boba Fett's your favorite Star Wars character and you're Samuel the Hutt? Yeah. Okay, that so makes yeah, sense. that kind of works. I, you know, my favorite character was in this one. Really? He was in this trailer. No way. Yeah. For how long? Like the whole thing almost. <laughs> wow. His name is Han Solo, though, so Whoa. that makes it easy. I'm so pumped about this movie. This has actually been really good we're doing this tonight because it's like it's turning my mood around just thinking about this movie. That's good. This is going to be exciting. So, <laughs> All right. Solo. Uh, let's see. My my red, I would give it probably a nine. Yeah. On that. I let's see what our fans did. I one in this group. You are, well, you know, you're just optimistic. That's good. There's nothing wrong with that. So <laughs> coming in in fourth place, we gave three diff- or four different categories. One to three, four to six, seven to nine, or ten. So we let 10 stand on its own because that's perfect. Yeah. Makes sense, right? So 3% of the people that have voted in their poll in the last eight hours, or actually seven hours and 57 minutes, sorry, um, 3% voted one to three. And um, that's um, not good. So here, here, this is the one I want. I'm looking for a sound effect. If, bad podcast, but it's going to be worth it. So this is what I have to say to all of you. Who um, gave it a one to three? I want to go home and rethink my life. You need to go home and rethink your life. <laughs> All right. So then, then the next category in sixteen percent of the podcast or of the poll <laughs> gave it what you gave BB Nate ten. Ten. So that's still pretty good. Sixteen percent gave it a ten. More than the yeah, one to three. Absolutely. That's like. That's good. Then 23% gave it four to six. So I think that they would probably say, I got a bad feeling about this. That's appropriate and more than one way. Absolutely. Four to six, uh, four to six on there. And then 58% um, gave it between seven and nine. So well over 50%. When you take those uh, seven, like if you add seven to 10, Together, if I had those two categories, that's like seventy four percent gave it hey, the, hey, hey. at least a seven. How should you bet Neil on that? Did the ten? You think Neil gave it a ten? Neil Lowry? I am almost certain you're right. He gave it <laughs> a ten. I don't even have to look in to see who voted to know that Neil Lowry gave it a ten because he is like as positive as you. So happy beeps. Happy beeps. All right. So that is our podcast poll of the day of the day for the week. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our first topic of the day. Um, you know, this is actually going to be fun. What the heck was that? That's my phone getting Somebody's phone's ringing, rattling. And... <laughs> you're saying your phone I, is That's possessed. probably Bryce. All right, so hi, Bryce. If you, you, Bryce. Hey, if you're listening, I just got your text. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, it's not live, so he won't know this. Well, I mean, looking back on it at that moment. Oh, there there we go. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you know, Lawrence Kasdan. Do you guys realize that, how big Lawrence Kasdan is? Yeah, he did episode five, right? He did five. He did six. He did He seven. did seven. And he's doing... And seven. now he's doing solo. But he's not doing it alone. Well, he did it... He did seven with his son, Jonathan. 
And he's doing Good name. <laughs> solo with Jonathan. Jonathan hey, has see, him. this all tied together. That was my intro. So there you go. Stuff, so see? father and sons I'm wrote not a total idiot. solo with Star Wars. Story. So it would make sense that if they went on the Star Wars show and interviewed what it's uh, talking about, what it's like to write together and do this uh, script and everything together, that a show that's all about how Star Wars is all about family and it's about fathers and sons geeking out about Star Wars together, we should listen to that interview that's a good and idea. comment on it, don't you think? Yeah, you're sure. so smart. I am smart. And sure. it makes my podcast planning today easier. <laughs> Han Solo Blaster. What's the name of that blaster? DL-44. DL-44. Good, because that's... Oh, see, I got it wrong. What's up, what's up? There it is. There I hit the wrong button, but we did the right button. And you might want to go just, 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 just play it. All right, so here we go, and we'll stop it as we go along the way when we have something we want to talk about. So excited to be joined here in the studio by Lawrence and John Kasdan, the writers on Solo, a Star Wars story. Thank you so much for coming in. My pleasure. My pleasure. Having written Empire in... First of all, that sounded kind of creepy. I did. My pleasure. All right. Jedi and then The Force Awakens. You have written the majority of Han's life here. <laughs> and you were working on Solo previous to... That's Just pretty- so everybody knows, that's Anthony Carboni from the Star Wars show. Pretty neat guy. And there's the phone buzzing again. <laughs> all right. All right. It's kind anyway, of weird. You were going to say something, Samuel? It was, it's cool that... You know, he said that you've written most of Solo's life. Yeah, isn't that He's awesome? written his death it's going and his, full like... full circle here. He's going to talk about that in just yeah. a second. So. TFA, right? That's right. When I agreed to do Solo, I said, I can't do this without John. He had helped us out on Force Awakens. He had been around the whole thing for a while. He had great ideas about Han. And I couldn't really face doing it myself without him. Obviously, you, as a star... Did you? Did you? So we did this thing before we started recording, where we would give each other signals. I didn't give him a and signal. I, and one of the signals that I that I suggested was sort of like a cut signal. I didn't even raise my. Sammy hand. just did a cut signal. He did. He did. He went like this. Uh, yes, yeah. we did. Okay. And then, well, then I want to talk about uh, how he, it's cool that he wants his son there because he helped out with the Force Awakens. See, there we go. Best all save. right. Woo! So actually, he gave a cut signal when he shouldn't have. That's what that's all about. All right, was... let's keep going. Star Wars fan had yeah. a very singular sort of childhood around Star it Wars. It was. It was crazy. I mean, I sort of became a fan like a lot of kids in my generation through seeing it on video and the toys. And then when George and Larry sort of continued to maintain a relationship, it's always been sort of a Star Wars family. We've been tangentially related. So when they sold the company, Larry had not told me anything about it. Okay, I want to stop here and just acknowledge something that's a little strange. Okay. Did you guys notice what he's, what he's calling his dad? No. George? He's calling him Larry. You guys will never call me David. Hi, just so David. you know that. All right. All right. This is, it is a little weird. It is, just, it is strange. I'm saying it because it just sounds Yeah, so Larry called me. That's his dad. Dad called me. Yeah. All right. That's weird. My father. Yeah. And he, oh, wait, here's... This is really cool. Lawrence Kasdan wrote the line, No, I am your father. Whoa. You know what would have been awesome? Is if he stopped his son Jonathan in the middle of this when he was calling him Larry and said, No, 
I am your father. <laughs> that would have been awesome. All right, let's keep going. And I called him up. I said, I bet they're going to try to get you in there for something. <laughs> He's like, well, actually, we're in a meeting. I was like, I knew it. And then, you know, I've sort of kept it close. When this came up, it seemed like an opportunity for us to write something together, which we always wanted to do. I did want to write with John for years. But, of course, there's that wariness. Can a father and a son Even possibly... be in the same room together. <laughs> right. All right. We gotta have to have a meeting with John and Larry sometime. <laughs> Larry. And yeah, it was John that was being creepy at the beginning too. Larry. My pleasure. My pleasure. He sounds. Who does he sound like? What's that? Mike Wazowski. Yeah. No, it's uh. It's it the cat the, from. No. It was the Alan Stone. <laughs> no, it was Leia from. Oh the- yeah. yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, ah! now, now you know who wrote that line in The Force Awakens. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, we need to have a meeting with them yeah. and, and show them how a father and sons can be in the room together, enjoy doing things together yeah. every single week. Because apparently he... Every single week? Well, we do we it every single week. We see each other every day. Well, I mean, as far as like a podcast. Yeah. True. We podcast together every single week. We do see each other every day because yes. you guys still live at home, and that's mm-hmm. good because you're like 16 and 12. Yeah. But um, anyway, I, I just wanted to stop and say how glad I am that we enjoy being together. Side note, I didn't know Larry was short for Lawrence. So does that mean that um, the cucumber from VeggieTales' full is name Lawrence? is Lawrence the cucumber? <laughs> cucumber? Yes. That's... The third? The third. <laughs> All right. Sir Lawrence the Cucumber. That sounds good. It does. Sir Lawrence that we know. You're thinking so. of Sir Lawrence Olivier. No. No. Is it is it a cucumber or a legume? <laughs> no, it's not a legume. It's a vegetable. That's why it's one of the hosts. Sir Lawrence the Vegetable. A Veggie Tales. Veggie. Yeah, well, I mean, a legume might be like a version of a vegetable. <laughs> Let's get back to the interview. This show's going downhill. Fast. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> it can be ragged, but the good times, which were most of the times, were amazing. So many of these characteristics that well, we good. see in Han, the ego and the bravado, mm. like Han's a guy who wants to walk into a room fully formed. Like yeah. Han doesn't want you to know about no. Han. <laughs> he would never want this movie to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you take a character like that back even further? What we had was a character that we loved, who was enormous fun. It wasn't like we ever approached it like, okay, we're going to fill in the backstory or the origin story of Han Solo. We had Han Solo, and we were going to make a great crime movie around him. What we started with in A New Hope was a very cynical guy, and it allowed for a character arc that sort of naturally lent itself to this movie, which is, how do you become a cynical guy? And that's... So, so that, I, uh... I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted uh, Jonathan there. Jonathan! I wanted Jonathan! My pleasure! I wanted him to be able to finish his thought yeah. before we interrupt because so, we've been interrupting them like every second. So. Right. So uh, I thought it was cool how they were talking about how Solo is like a guy who doesn't want you to know about him at all. Uh, and I hadn't thought of Solo like that, but it's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Also, he mentioned it being a crime movie once again, you know, confirming our suspicions. No, well, suspicions I don't know if that's confirming our suspicions because there's the idea that it's a heist movie. It's the same. It's going to be a Western. But anyway... Yeah. yeah, what do you think about that? I, 
That idea that I, solo through my head uh, for the whole crime thing. I'm like, but we think it's a western. Oh, yeah. But he just really said that it's a crime, which interesting. Well, I mean, heist movies are sort of crime movies in a way. I mean, it is a great, crime. The Great Train Robbery was a heist movie that was a western. That was what it was called. I think it's a the real Great movie. Train Robbery. If they haven't made that movie, they should. Yeah. You and I will co-write it. You and me, and then we'll, we'll bring in Larry and and if we co-write it though, are you going to have to call me David? Okay. No, that's not happening. All right, let's keep going. Sort of fascinating to me is to go back and tell this beginning. There's this sort of idea of well, what needs to be told and what needs to be sort of kept mysterious or kept a secret. And so, yes, what what right. first popped into your heads as writers about how much to tell or how little to tell about Han? Han was always my favorite character. I loved him in A New Hope. I had enormous fun writing him. For that's because Larry Kasdan is awesome. Yeah. If Han's his favorite character. The next two. When he was on screen, I was involved. So I didn't approach it so much as what don't we know, but he was a living person in my life. And like any living person, you wonder about what was their youth like? How did they get to be the person that I met much later? Obviously, we're bringing in a couple characters that we already know. Do you write lines for Chewie or do we you did. write feelings for Chewie? In this script, this is really cool. we wrote yeah. every one of Chewie's lines. We wanted Alden, who was playing Han, to know what was being said to him so he would know what to play regardless of what he interpreted from the moan because there needs to be a very deep affinity between Chewie and Han and so you can't have any I would imagine sort of ambiguousness between the two the correct word to use there Anthony (laughs) is ambiguity but you know it echoes the reality of filmmaking which is you come in the actors don't know each other and over the course of a difficult endeavor they get to know each other and they have to trust each other and that happened with Alden and Jonas. And All right, so the question then I have to ask is, do we ever get a chance to see the lines no. that they wrote for Chewie? Because part of the fun is not knowing exactly what Chewie says. I would love to see Oh, I would Chewie love says. to see it too, but it's also fun to have to Especially The Last Jedi. In The Last yeah, Jedi? Where oh, she's, yeah, where he's like, yeah, tell Yes! Me. Yeah! Did they write that line or not? Because that's like a yeah. great meme and that that's makes going me, on there That now. makes me wonder... Did they write his lines for all the movies or just solo? That's cool. I mean, well, maybe Fred Parr strikes back. And we know though that that Chewbacca is you know moving the story along with his grunts and yeah. Wookiee sounds. Well, now I just want to know what he says in these movies. What he said to Ray and Force of, uh, the Last Jedi. Yeah, we we knows that we know that he tells Han in this movie that he's 190 years old. That's true. We talked about that. I think they write the lines for the. Other characters because so they kind of have to so translate. So then the dude in the suit, Jonas or whatever his name is, I don't know his last name. I can't remember it. It's Who like are you talking about his, the guy that's playing Chewbacca in this movie. Oh, oh. yeah, Jonas, something or other. Yeah, uh, it, what did, a cool first name. It is kind of a cool. You know what Jonas is in English? Jonas. I don't think I want I'm it. pretty confident it's Jonathan. Cool. Whoa, cool. So I, you want me to call you Jonas for the rest of no, the weekend? No, it just sounds really weird, actually. Not that I think about it. Jonas. All right. So anyway, uh, do you, does Jonas um, does he recite the lines in the movie? Does he have to memorize his lines? Because he's in that suit, he can't read. Well, his lines. I, I mean, I imagine he has to memorize. Well, he has to make the, na- the noise. I don't think. I think he has to memorize somewhat part of the line because that way he knows. What does he say? The line. I don't think so. Well, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to tweet to Jonas, because Jonas is really cool on Twitter. He's responded to people before. We're going to ask Jonas if he had to actually recite the lines. 
That's fair. All right. And, when and you one hear, more day, no. And we, we'll try to remember to do that, like, someday. <laughs> but if you're listening to this podcast, go look for that tweet. What's, what's the hashtag? hashtag? Chewy's Lines. That's easy to remember, right? Yeah. Is it easy to spell? Sure. Chewbacca? Chewbacca's Lines? Yeah, that's harder, I think. Yeah, Let's but Chewy's. Chewy, like with an I-E. That's how you spell it. Okay, Chewy's, Chewy's Lines is the hashtag. So search for Chewy's Lines and help us connect with Jonas and see if we can get Jonas to answer that question. All right, let's keep going. People are so overwhelmingly into Lando. <laughs> Boy, it seems like. Huh? <laughs> There's something about Donald that you see him dressed that way. Yes. And it was immediate. Everybody wants to see more. The other dichotomy in Lando is that he's this incredibly sort of loose, casual guy. But at the core of his story in our movie is a very deep relationship with his co-pilot. We're talking. All right. First, let's talk about Lando in his... Gordon Gartrail shirt from the Cosby show. Actually, the, Den- <laughs> the Denise Huxtable shirt. Oh, from, yeah. From that ter- that oh, classic my. episode. I swear, they, whoever made this costume <laughs> knows that they did that on purpose. I, I don't hope. care what they said. They've been looks- taking record labels for the posters. Oh, jeez, and- yeah. They stole that shirt idea. Another controversy. <laughs> so anyway. Um, didn't have already from the Cosby controversy. show. Yeah, like Bill Cosby ain't got enough controversy right now in his life. All right. So, um... Let's not get all political now. That's not political. That's just crazy, man. Anyway. That's just true. Uh, Cliff Huxtable got creepy. All right. Um, <laughs> so, anyway. Um, what do you think about Lando in this trailer? In the, in, the in, in, in the spots and stuff that we've seen. I like him. Yeah? Donald's definitely got him down. You think so? Oh, yeah. I think it's all hype. I didn't really? see. I am. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Maybe it's just because I'm tired and grumpy today. Uh. But I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I think that everybody's all excited about Donald Glover playing this character because they've hyped him up so much that they just think it's awesome. Everything he does, they think is awesome, just based on the fact that it's Donald Glover and everybody loves Donald Glover and he's great in Atlanta and all and the other shows, Donald Parks and Recreation, and all the shows that he's been on, Parks and like the 47 seconds that he was in Spider-Man: Homecoming, stuck to the car. <laughs> And stuff like that. That's hard to act. (laughs) Yeah. So everybody's all excited about Donald Glover and they want to see more Lando. So they're like projecting this onto him. I don't think he's done anything in this movie that's actually been in the trailer so far that has actually been that exciting. That's just me. Well, you haven't seen much of him. I think they're trying to hold back. Well, they, I hope so because there's going to be a lot of Lando hype that people are going to be disappointed by. What's new? (laughs) What do you think about this? What they're getting ready to talk about this weird relationship with L3? His robot? Yeah, that's All a right. little weird. Let's, let's listen to that. About L3, right? L3. No. Yes. L3 is interesting because this is a droid that kind of upgrades herself yes. and, and kind of has more of a She's very emotional soulful. animus. There's an emotional core to her. With L3, you're instantly you know, enchanted by her. And the actress playing her is phenomenal. She's the female version of Donald. And the combination of that and her conception of what this droid should be like is so charming. You can't turn away. Talking a little bit more about Han's past. So Phoebe Waller-Bridge is the female Donald Glover? Apparently. That's an interesting take. I probably would have never made that connection. I just thought it was cool that it upgrades herself. Yeah. That's why it's got those, like, R2 unit arm things. It's like a computer. It upgrades itself. It's got an actual, like, emotion processor or something. But I guess most 
droids do. That's what gives them their personality. Except for K2. No, K2 does. He just doesn't have... k is just a little twisted. No, K2 just doesn't... He just says whatever, you know, is on his mind. No bars He doesn't have a mind. Anyway. His circuits. So. Anyway, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell where the eyes are on her character. I think it's like the very front. I, I mean, because there's the little white dots here, in the front. But then there's one way on the side. I can't tell where to look on the Roomba. <laughs> All right, let's keep going then. We did get to meet some new characters as well. Yeah. We got to see Kira. This is somebody who's known Han since he was a child, which I feel like is something Han must not love at all. We talked about Han growing up in an urban environment. He really grew up on the streets where he had to learn to be quick, where he had to sort of survive. And we wanted him thrust into a sort of makeshift family. That sort of through line of found family that yeah, is in absolutely. all the Star Wars And films. Kira and Han have a shared background that is very rough. Another character that I saw that I was instantly into because it's a character that has that sort of iconic Star Wars look. Can you tell us Amphis about this character? Alright, first we gotta go back and we gotta talk about Kira. So what do you guys think about Kira so far? Nah. Just in general. We don't know I mean, anything she's, about she's, 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 she's Kira. I mean, I, I, there's nothing super exciting about it. Uh, not yet. I mean, it is interesting that she's known Han for most of Han's life, so that'll be interesting to see. I but otherwise, that... I mean, it's no different than seeing, uh, like, Jin in Rogue One. <laughs> it's just a... I think there, that whole chase scene where he's running away and he crashes the whole speeder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the dice. those are, The dice are in that. In yeah, the, yeah. In the teaser I trailer. I think that's, like, really early on. Yeah, I feel like that's early Yeah, I think that's going to be, like, in, early in the movie just to show... With Kira. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the speculation some people have is that that's actually Kira's speeder and they're her dice. Yeah, I've seen I've heard that. Which would be bizarre, because they Which, carry all the way through to the last chip. I don't like that idea. Feels yeah, weird. that doesn't make sense. Feels forced. I don't like it. Forced? Ah, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not how the force works. All right, so, it was too easy. Okay. So going back, I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna say it again. I think the way that you guys feel about Kira, because nobody knows who Kira is, and they, if you're not a Game of Thrones fan, you're not really into the the actress Amelia Clark. I think that is the way that everybody would think about this Lando character if they didn't know Donald Glover or Lando. It'd be like, yeah, it's okay. I don't think he's as cool as everybody's acting like. I think I, I'm excited for Lando because I'm excited to see. I think how yeah, he I, I was, mean, and I'm just not excited for Kira. We've seen more Lando, and that's not a lot than we've seen Kira, that's and true. that's that's wrong if you're seeing more of that. Well, no, I think it's wrong. I mean, I think, I think I see Lando's a bigger draw because we know Lando, right? So. I think I see where you're going with the Lando thing. I think I'm excited just because it's. Because not, it's Lando. The idea yeah, of Lando is what everybody's excited not, about. Not necessarily Donald, because I don't know anything I don't about think him. Donald is... I'm a... I nice. don't think Donald Gleason. Donald Glover. Glover. That's what I meant. Donald Gleason's a different actor. Yeah. Donald Dom Glover. Donald Gleason, Gleason. Gleason. That's what it is. What did he play again? I don't know. That would have been a weird combination. He's, he's Armitage Hux. Oh, yeah. Um, Whoa. So if we combine Polar Donald opposites. Glover and Donald Gleason together... In a character, that'd be weird. But anyway, um, <laughs> I I don't think that that Donald Glover's doing that great in these clips. I mean, I don't think his lines are getting delivered. They don't. It doesn't feel like. Well, what do we have here? You know, it doesn't feel like the Lando from Empire Strikes Back. It really doesn't to me. But that's well, just because me. he's like it's like 
You gotta think it's young Lando too, so maybe he hasn't. Been well, if everybody can say that they don't think Alden Ehrenreich feels like Han Solo, I'm allowed to say that's very true. Very true. That Donald Glover doesn't feel like Lando. Do you feel like Alden Ehrenreich does feel like Han Solo? I think in the tr- in the clips that we're gonna hear, where we get more dialogue from this Han Solo than we have so far, I think that he's more like Han Solo than Donald Glover is than Lando. Oh, I thought I, you were I just agree. about to say that Harrison Ford is Han Solo. <laughs> no. He's more Han Solo than Harrison Ford. Makes no sense at all. No, it doesn't. All right, let's keep going. We're exactly almost done with this Exactly why I was just about to say. All right, let's keep going. Yes. To understand who Emphis is, you first kind of think you got to understand who Woody Harrelson plays, which is a character named Beckett, who is a sort of highly trained, very lethal criminal. He's a real pro who's into big jobs, and he runs a crew. But one of their competitors is a sort of more pirate-like gang, and the leader of that gang is Emphis Nest. All of them. Well, that's information. That's actually a a spoiler of sorts. Sort of. Oops. No, that's okay. (laughs) It's already over. You've already spoiled. You've done that before. Okay. Anyway. I think that's I just an interesting to idea. So Beckett's leading a crew to work with Dryden Voss, for Dryden Voss. So wait, Dryden Voss isn't the bad guy that we know I don't know. Yet? He's working... Well, we don't know what's going to happen in the movie. But Dryden, he, Voss, Dryden Voss... We'll see hear this in the clips coming up. Would you stop dropping things onto the desk? Okay. Um, Dryden Voss is hiring a crew. Beckett's putting it together. He's going to put into it Han and Chewie. Yeah. At some point. Kira's a part of it. Yeah. Lando will end up being a part of it. Okay. And there's a competitive crew with Emphis Nest, Nest, which is a girl. We know this. It's been confirmed. Right. Which is kind of weird. Maybe it's Phasma's mother. <laughs> you know, you're joking. That is actually not a bad idea. No, it's not Phasma's... Well, it could be Phasma's mother. Because <laughs> they're probably... It couldn't... It's not Phasma's mother, okay? Because I've read the Phasma novel... And that just doesn't work that way. Okay, no, no. But the character and the way she's costumed uh-huh. yeah, and the way she functions is very, is very similar to the way that they are on that planet. So Delilah Dawson, you wrote the Phasma novel. You've given us a great entrance into this because the way that Phasma is in that novel is the way that Emphis Ness looks like in huh. this book, in this movie. So. Maybe it's a very young in Phasma. No, 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 because no, no, no. we know Phasma's story. Anyway, uh, well, yeah, that's interesting. So I just so, I'm not excited for Emphis Ness because it's just there's not much to her right now. Well, there's you, you keep saying there's not much to these characters. There isn't. It's a minute and a half clip, right? That you've seen like two minute clips. There's nothing to these characters yet. They don't want to spoil it, Nate. You said so yourself. You're, you're getting did. spoiled. In your, in, you're, you're, we don't want you to get spoiled. So we're not going to let you get spoiled. That's I, what they're saying. On the other hand, I'm excited to see this character. And I think it's cool that there's more pirates in Star Wars. Pirates in Star Wars. I mean, there's It's not a, a Western. It's a pirate movie. It's like Johnny Depp's going to show up. Nice. No, it's like yo ho yo. It's like Lone Ranger and Pirates of the Caribbean. A pirate's life for no, no, no. me. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna be able to ride that. Ride. We're gonna ride that. In yeah. a few weeks. Two weeks from right now, we will have ridden that. Hey, if you're a fan and you're gonna be at Disney, Star Wars Night Disneyland, or any or Disney during what the uh, third and the fourth? Well, it's got to be Disneyland or California Adventure because we're not going to Orlando. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, May third or fourth. The third or fourth. Uh, of May. Let us know. We should meet up. We should. We should have lunch cool. together. We should have a lunch meetup. 
Yeah. Uh, where? That'd be cool. I don't know. Anyway. Somewhere. <laughs> Tomorrow. I'm excited to see Star Wars Pirates. Yep. All right. Let's finish like this interview guy. so we can move on. <laughs> These builds on the backs of the people that came before. And now we're in a certain galaxy. And so that's a certain kind of story. But it did give us enormous freedom to draw from whatever we want. All right. That's it. That's nice. basically it. Because then at the end, it's like Anthony Carboni goes, Ah, well, thanks for being on the show. And, you know, and then they move on. So we cut that part off. Where's Kevin Neal? But it was cool. That was yeah. a good interview. We got some info. We got some, some info. Pirate info. We can coach Larry and Jonathan on their relationship. Larry. Larry. So when I meet him, instead of going like Mr. Kazan, should I be like, what's up, Larry? No, I don't think so. It's, you know, it's you not, not going to be parts of the Caribbean. It's not going to be Lone Ranger. It's going to be the pirates who don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. We've been going way down this veggie tail trail today. All right. Uh, we're all exhausted. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you for... Um, we just killed probably 25 minutes um, of some of the worst podcasting <laughs> in history. Uh, and so if you... Which makes it the best. Which if you enjoyed the worst podcasting in history and you want to help fund us to continue to do better <laughs> podcasts than what we've done today so far, then Samuel Ahead has a message for you. Hello, podcast listeners. This is Samuel the Hutt. Thanks for listening to Tatooine Sons, a Star Wars podcast. BB Nate and I love talking about Star Wars with our dad, and we couldn't do it without the faithful support of our friends on Patreon. If you're not a Patreon supporter, please head on over to patreon.com slash Tatooine Sons and watch our welcome videos so you can learn more about how important it is for us to have your support. May the Force be with you. All right, so we're back. So uh, now we've got a couple, you know, TV spots dropped hey. this week, um, and so we've got to uh, give our opinions on it. We've watched them, yeah. and now we're going to listen to them. Yeah. Sometimes listening to these things gives us information we didn't That's see. True. See, literally. So um, let's start with the first one. All right, so here's the first one. Which one is this one? This Let's one's just crew. Do that one first. We'll do crew. They're about 45 seconds each, which is cool. Let's uh, we'll listen to the whole thing, and then we'll talk about it. Fair. Okay. Three, two, now. So what's your name anyway? Hey, kid. It's a big shot gangster. He's putting together a crew. You think everything sounds like a bad idea. If you come with me, you're in this life for good. I waited a long time for a shot like this. I got a really good feeling about this. All right, guys, Woo! what do you think about that 45 seconds? Oh, so that one's called Crew. So that's about them putting the crew together, everybody coming together on this. Like By the way, Bryce, um, if you're listening to this podcast, we talked about you earlier when the phone was getting texts. You just called in in the middle of the podcast. It rang on my computer. I'm not quite sure how that happened. I don't either. That's it, so cool. It rang on my computer, and it interrupted my podcast. Yeah, it so interrupted So I'll, I'll say something to you about that times. Sunday and tell you to stop calling. No, I'm kidding. It's cool, Bryce. It's cool. Maybe you can come to SeaWorld with us tomorrow. So anyway. All right. Um, so so okay. what did you think about the, the first, you know, the crew tr- teaser? I like it a yeah. lot. I really like it. Yeah? What was your favorite part? Uh, okay. 
I'm a magician, so I like cards a lot. Uh, there's something that you may have not known about me. So the whole scene while they're doing, while they're uh, at the Who card puts game, the chips forward, which you saw in the whole, full trailer. I need those cards. Oh, and so then he has the cards. Bad. That's right. He's and they're springing them and stuff. Oh, so cool. You and think then he'll sell those at Star Wars night? I sure hope. Because oh, those know. things With are the pack so of tickets. cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, and then they, I love it when he's uh, he's sitting next to Chewie and he's, he shows him his hand and Chewie's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was awesome. Was that so shows cool. the relationship. But what's really interesting... For me, my favorite part is the very beginning. So they, yeah. you know, they show the train thing, and then they're standing there. Yeah. They've obviously done something. That's got to be like at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Do you think he breaks them out? Maybe of that's the train. Maybe that's is it like train. a Wookiee slave train or something. Yeah, that's and very he breaks possible. them out. Oh my gosh! Because in not the tra- remember doing this, like you no, talked here, about this two months ago. I know, but in Legends, he breaks him. He's a yeah. slave. I, I but I. Kind of got the idea that the train was the was the big yeah. thing that the crew was putting the, they were putting the crew together for. Yeah. That's, that's what right. I thought that the train yeah, was. Right. Yeah, because it has emphasis. Exactly. So they're on this train. So that's what I thought that was all about. But then it. it looks like they're in the same area. Yeah. It, it looks, looks like, like it's like afterwards. Snowy, yeah. And Han looks over to Chewbacca and says, "So what's your name anyway?" So that's where they meet. I, we just that, got or to they see. Just haven't talked a whole lot. I don't know if it's your because the first time I watched it. Yeah, it's your. I've watched. In fact, I watched it with subtitles earlier. You so did. It's your, oh, yeah. It, it makes sense. It's like too. so. What's her name? No, it's so. Your, what's your name? Yeah. So that's the moment that Chewbacca and Solo meet. That's like a. That like almost is making me tear up just a little bit. The feels. You're so tired. <laughs> I know. I love Solo. He's my favorite character. Yeah. So and the relationship with Chewbacca that sort of takes translates throughout the entire uh, clip the entire uh, tv spot because you start with so what's your name and then by the end (laughs) he's sitting there showing him his hand yeah which is like a a metaphor when you say when you show somebody your hand Uh that's a metaphor in the real world for like you're telling them who you really are you're you're showing them everything about you so now he leans over and he shows chewbacca his hand yeah that's like a symbol of the fact maybe i'm thinking this too much through but hey it's cool i think that's a moment that that that, like you see that they're together if did you cry when solo died on i did you did yeah i cried i cried when solo died you cried when i cried when luke died you're gonna cry when luke dies no, Leia's already dead. Sort of. If they follow through on my idea, <laughs> I might crap my pants instead of I might of cry. cry, too. <laughs> if I see a pork try to save somebody and get shot, I'm going to... If they use... If two things could make me, like, totally lose my mind. This has nothing to do with Solo. But it uh, but, but But in episode nine, two things can make me lose my mind. If they take my advice on how to open the movie with the... Crawl and all that, which we've talked about on like 28 of the I think we talked about it on every single podcast. If they do that, and if we hear the name of a porg in there called Turbis, <gasps> I might lose my mind. But anyway. All right, cool. And what did you... Um, uh, uh, what about this, BB Nate? I'll ask you this question because you haven't really... I mean, you've said stuff about the trailer, but you haven't really spoken in on it. Are we ringing again? I'm just blowing up. I'm... He's a popular. Okay, I'm never popular... Unless I'm doing something else like this, it's ridiculous. That's Why what, do I have to suddenly get all uh, text? Pop- you know, you got text going on over there. All right, oh my so, gosh, you said pop- so the, the the famous line in all Star Wars movies is, "I've got a bad feeling about this." Bad feeling about this. Han looks over early on in this tra- this clip and says, "You think everything sounds like a bad idea." <laughs> oh, so, how many times in the history of them being on that have we seen Chewbacca say something? 
and he says something about it being a bad idea. What do you think? Oh, you think it's time. happened a lot? Oh, because in the other in the, in the in the full trailer, that's he says something, right? Chewbacca says something, and Han Solo says, "Well, oh, what do you, you know, know anyway?" Yeah. Oh, what do you know? You know, like that. This is a bad idea. Oh, what do you know? I think that's what he says. I think that's like one of his favorite things to say. Okay, that's kind of cool. Who needs the lines to be really? Yeah, I mean, come on, they don't need it. Yeah, I like that line. That just shows. That's like twice now where Han hasn't had this cynical view of things. You know, he's like, I've got a really good feeling about this, and then he's all like, You think everything's a bad idea? So something has to happen in this movie that. Kira dies. Kira sacrifices herself to save No, I think he gets betrayed. But something has to change his naivety. Is that right? Naivete. Naivete. It was close enough. Yeah. It'll do. See, but you get get what I mean. Something has to change his mindset drastically. I think he's going to get stabbed in the back. Not literally, obviously. But, you know, he's going to get betrayed by something. And what do you think is going to happen? BB Nate? Mm, I don't know. Okay. All right. It's a good question. Let's listen to the next one. <laughs> it's a good question. And maybe we'll see in the movie, I guess. Right? I guess so. I, All did, right. I just haven't seen enough. They haven't given me enough. Yeah. All right, so let's play clip two, which is the other TV spot that came out this week. Which I'm hoping that as we get closer, it'll be like Rogue One, where there's a new tra- uh, spot every single day um, with it. So let's uh, do Solo. The trailer is called Risk. The TV spot's called Risk. Solo the trailer. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> now you do Star Wars a solo story, and now you're doing this is solo, solo trailer. The trailer. Solo trailer. <laughs> yeah. You know ah. I, you know I pay for your food, don't you? All right, <laughs> all right. Let's go. Big shot gangster putting together crew. You in? I waited a long time for a shot like this. What are you doing with Harry and the boy? We need a ship. The Millennium Falcon. Every ship isn't for everyone. She needs a particular type of pilot. You done flirting? These people are not your friends. There's a lesson to be learned here. I got a really good feeling about this. All right, first, you nailed it, Samuel. This Han Solo thinks that everything's going to work out. Everybody's going to be on his side. It's all going to be good. That is not the Han Solo that we meet 10 years later in the cantina on Mos Eisley. What happens? And actually, if you remember on the Kasdan interview we listened to earlier, they talked about that's the story they wanted to tell. Where did the cynical Han come from? Yeah, We're going to find out in this movie. You are exactly right, BB Nate. And it was Sam. It was Sam? Never mind. It's okay. I don't remember who's who anymore. So We both yeah. look the same. No, you don't. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Initial reaction to this this uh, clip. I like the crew clip better. The other one? I agree. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this Why? one This one was just kind of not stuff that we've seen. But it wasn't but, really anything no, that exciting. Yeah, yeah. But the play... The crew clip it was the Chewbacca meeting Han at first thing and then hit the Spock game and it was more them meeting getting the Millennium Falcon yeah, yeah. 
So that's why I like the first TV spot better. But I, I thought this one was good. It gave a little bit more dialogue from Beckett. And a little bit. Uh, Lando. A lot of Lando. Lando. Which then goes to my statement earlier. Lando was in this one a whole lot more, and it's neither of your favorite. You like the other one better. No, but my initial reaction was actually that he sounds a lot like Lando, especially um, at the end where he says... Well, he does that intentionally. He calls him Han. Yeah, but the just the way he says it sounds like... The original Lando. Just so there was a little things. I mean, it's not perfect. Nor is Alden Ehrenreich going to be a perfect solo. But I mean, it sounds right. I don't know. Okay. That was what I, that was the main thing I took about, uh, away from it. There really wasn't much else that excited me. All right. So I, I like the the scene. You know, Beckett's talking about he's putting together. There's a, a crew. You know, we've heard that line before. Yeah, Big yeah. shot gang, gangster putting together a crew. Are you in? And then you hear Han Solo say, "I've waited a long time for a shot like this." But the thing that I think is really cool, and it was in the it was in the full trailer. I don't know if we talked about it though. Is in that scene you see Beckett toss the DL forty four to Han Solo's classic. He gets the DL forty four. Then you notice at the end um, when they're Lando. shooting, Lando shoot, throws it to him again. Yep. So I don't know. Maybe Lando double crosses. Um, no, I think here's a theory. Somewhere in the movie, Lando double crosses um, Han. He double crosses Han. He takes his gun away from him. Then they get this. They get attacked, and he has to like come to, to or, his aid again. And he throws the DL forty four to him so they can fight their way out. Or it's a setup, and they make it look like they're turning in Han or something. And like rebels, really they go all rebels on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The finale ruffles or the last couple. That could work. I miss that show. <laughs> what do you think about when Lando says, "What are you doing with Harry and the boy?" He says that to Kira. What did you think it's about like that line? Benny and the Jets. So, Benny and the Harry and the boy. <laughs> Harry. Harry and the boy. All right. Sorry. You done? Oh, that was fun. <laughs> that one was a little therapeutic. Uh. So, <laughs> Lando and Kira have met. Ooh. Apparently. Yeah, because yeah. she says the he's the best smuggler in town. So apparently, oh yeah, yeah, she knows yeah, his work. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Every ship isn't for everyone. She needs a particular type of pilot, and then you see Han Solo smirk. <laughs> well, he's that particular. We know that because well, that, but he doesn't take very good care of the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that'll be interesting to see. Cool. All right. Anything else you want to say about the clips? Can't wait for the movie. Can't wait for the movie. All right. It's only here. It's almost here. Three weeks. It's like what? No. Three weeks. No, it's more than that. It's more than that. It's like a month. 36 days is what they said. Well, then that's more than three weeks. Yeah. Okay, let's do a little educational moment here. Three weeks is 21 days. How many days are in a week? I was... I The 36 is a three. It's basically five weeks. Yes. You were a little off, buddy. A little bit. Three, five. Yeah, I've heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways. (laughs) And if you know what that is, that's from, congratulations, you're cool. All right, BB Nate, why don't you tell our all of our fans how they can continue to support family-friendly podcasts like Tatooine Sons of Star Wars podcast. Hello, podcast listeners. This is BB Nate. Thanks for listening to Tatooine Sons of Star Wars podcast. 
It's so awesome to think that people enjoy what we do so much that they financially support us so we can do it. If you're not a Patreon supporter, please head on over to patreon.com slash tattooingsons and watch our welcome videos so you can learn more about how important it is for us to have your support. May the force be with you. Alright, so last week we started a new segment. Yeah. We need to find a sound effect for the new segment. What's a good one? What if? Ah. Here we go. Wait, wait, where's the one that I want? Yeah, here's here's the way we go. Oh, that's this good. is a good. This is a good thing. This yeah. is a really good one. This is not going to go the way you think. Yes. So we did a what if segment. So last week we talked about what if the Tantiv Tantiv four Tantiv V four. I think we don't have to talk that about nerd. that anymore. What? Nerd. 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 That's all right. I'll admit it. The Tantiv V four did not have the hyperdrive damaged at the Battle of Scarif. Went into hyperspace, did not leave its, tra- its signature be- trail that is officially the canon reason why Darth Vader was able to track it in Tatooine. And it gets to Tatooine. So we talked about that last week. And that was kind of fun. You yeah, know, we kind of thought yeah, about kind of cool. does Obi-Wan train Leia? Does Luke just stay there? So uh, it's all based on the idea that of what happens at the opening of the Last Jedi novel and the prologue where Luke... Um, has a dream about what his life would have been like had he not right. gone with Ben. So we're doing these what-if type scenarios. So this week, we've got to keep it on the Solo front. Well, yeah. Here. And we haven't seen Solo a Star Wars story. Did I say that right? Yeah. Solo a Star Wars story. Wow. I didn't say Star, Star Wars, Wars a Solo story. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Solo a Star Wars story. We don't know how it's going to work out, so we can't do any what-ifs from that because that's like not ready yet. What if Han wins? This doesn't make sense. Right. So we're going to go to Mos Eisley Cantina, oh. and we're going to go to the very first moment moments that we see. Um, I got that song stuck in my head. You're Thanks. welcome. Um, we're going to go to where we see the Ben and Luke. Um, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't the Greedo scene happen after the conversation? Yeah. With Ben and Luke. Yeah, he said, this could really save my neck. Yes, and then, yes, yes, yes. And then Greedo comes. So in. Ben and Luke are sitting there at the table, and they have the whole exchange about the Kessel Run, yeah. and no questions asked, and and no Imperial entanglements, and all that kind of stuff. And they, Ben and Luke, and they go out to get the, to sell the speeder. Yeah. So that um, they, they can get the funds that they dough. need for the, they need the, yeah, they need some cash, straight cash, homie. Straight uh, credits, homie. Straight credits, homie. That's the way Terrell Owens would say it if um, uh, he was in Star Wars. Some of you men and women of a little bit more mature age than 16 know who Terrell Owens is. I yeah, do. Or Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Who is he? Who's Terrell Owens? He's a football player. What? There we go. Okay. Uh-huh. So anyway. Anyway. Um, oh, wait. They, all right, where this is really good. Okay, so straight cash, homie. They sell the speeder. They're off doing that. Han gets up to leave, and who walks up? Greedo. Greedo, green pucker face. Green. Big eyes and big ears. Duck face. Duck face. Yeah. yeah the duck All face of you ladies face. out there doing girls out there doing duck face on Instagram, you look like Greedo. Just so you know. It's not Greedo attractive. Greedo did the duck face before. It was cool. Yes, yeah, right. Greedo. I said that first. I know. I did you say that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so I was really heard it. What? Greedo did the duck face part. It was cool. That is right. All right, cool. So Greedo sits him down, and they do the whole exchange about, you know, dumping. I got the money. I got the money, and I just I don't have it with me, and all that stuff. So, the big controversy about that scene for the last (laughs) 
20 years <laughs> has been, or more than that, maybe. 40 years. No, because no, originally, originally in the first version of A New Hope, before it was even called A New Hope, it was just called Star Wars, Han Solo shot Greedo. And I remember when I saw Star Wars on HBO as a four-year-old kid or whatever it was, three, four-year-old kid, when I was watching Star Wars, I remember thinking, whoa, that's like, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Because he shot, he shot a little first. kid, right? He shot first. It, it made Solo fire. his story better. Yeah. Okay. And then the only Papa thing. George, Uncle George, Papa George. That's Papa John. I meant Crazy Uncle George. <laughs> crazy Uncle George. <laughs> um, the maker himself decided he it was too intense for little kids to make the character of Han Solo. The bad guy at the start, sort of a bad guy at the start of Hope, A New Hope. So he changes the scene and makes Greedo shoot first. You know what? The only version I've seen is where Greedo, Greedo shot, shot first. And so, so, Han, I, so imagine the scene. This is the way it was. Han Solo, literally, he's unbuckling the DL-44 underneath the table. And you like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? And he shoots Greedo and Greedo dies and that's it. And you're like... This dude is bad, is what you're thinking as a kid. Yeah. That's what happened. But, because of the maker, we know Greedo shot first in the other versions. Right. Right? The official versions now. Greedo shot first. So our what if, in this case, we'll discuss for the next, just a couple of minutes, because we don't need to go into the whole storyline. That's very true. What if, oh, this breaks my heart to even say it. What if Greedo was the only one that shot? What if he shot first for real? He hits Han Solo, and Han Solo dies in that booth in Mos Eisley Cantina. It would be just a normal day from Mos Eisley Cantina. Well, yeah. I mean, they've already killed like one guy in the Mos Eisley Cantina um, yeah. that we've seen. And Greedo gets shot in the story anyway, so it's not that big a deal getting shot. But for our story, if Han Solo dies there... What happens next? I'm going to have BB Nate go first. What? They don't get the Millennium Falcon because they don't have a pilot. I mean, they could, but they, it just wouldn't work. And who could pilot? Who could pilot? Luke. Do you think yeah. that Chewbacca takes them? Or what do you think Chewbacca does when he finds out Greedo shot on? He rips Warm. his friggin' head off. Probably. <laughs> oh, limb from man. limb. <laughs> Well, then, then Uncle probably, George, that might be a little too intense for kids. It might be a little too intense for kids. <laughs> I, it would just change everything. Yeah, well, Han yeah. would be dead. Uh, Luke wouldn't probably make it because Chewbacca would be mourning. So he doesn't go to. They don't go to Alderaan. No, they probably get caught by the Empire. They do. Whole movie as we know it just doesn't happen. The mm. galaxy is still under the oppression of the Empire. Wow. Okay, what was your idea? About that, they don't find the Falcon, they get caught, or whatever. But, what if Chewie, you know, dispatches uh, Greedo, and then finds uh, uh, Luke and Ben, and they go off and save the world, but they don't have Han. trying to think where that would... So, so so I'll I'll, I'll carry that idea for you. So, Chewbacca goes... Wookie crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, and he finds Greedo 
And you know where in the scene on the Millennium Falcon where he says, yeah, where, where he talks, tells where where Han tells C three PO, they pull arms out of their sockets. You know, yeah, he pulls arms off the, out of people's sockets when he loses. Yeah, I think he's ripping Greedo's head off. Yeah, he's. Sh- I don't think there's any limbs attached, any appendages whatsoever attached. Which is just a testament to how big their um, friendship is. In Solo, has to yeah, absolutely. how far they've come. So then I think. Um, it, I don't think it happens immediately because I because I think that it's going to take a bit for Chewbacca to get his bearings again. But let's say they do get on the Falcon, and Luke and Ben go, and they get to Alderaan. We don't. So the the Empire doesn't know the base is Yavin until the Falcon goes. In, gets caught into the tractor beam. Yeah. So it's not like they're flying, fl- going through space to Yavin in order to destroy the uh, rebellion. No. They don't know where the rebellion is because Leia wouldn't tell them. So Leia's getting tortured like crazy in this interim. Mm-hmm. Worse than she was already. They do get caught into the tractor beam. Yeah. Unless maybe the Death Star's no longer there because it takes longer. Oh. So they just arrive at Alderaan, a pile of rubble. Uh-huh. So then they have to go to Yavin 4, because the Death Star is gone. But they don't know that Yavin 4 is the place where it went. No, they do. Yeah. They know. It's, uh, R2-D2 knows where the, yeah. where the base is. Do, 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 or does she, do they get that from Leia? They get it from Leia. Do they? She I guess I'll have to watch episode 4 now. I, okay, let's say they don't know. So they get there and they realize Alderaan's been destroyed. Ben and Luke go to Dagobah. Woo! It's getting real now. They go to Dagobah and a living Ben and a living Yoda train Luke Skywalker in the Jedi arts. Meanwhile. So that, meanwhile, Leia's getting completely tortured. She's probably dead. The... Death Star's off, blowing up planets all over the place, looking for Yavin, or looking for the, the Rebellion. Yeah. Um, but they're holding the systems in check using the power of the Death Star. And I think several years pass while Luke is being trained in the Jedi arts by Ben and Yoda. He becomes like this the super ultimate Jedi. Ultimate Jedi. And then he goes to confront Vader. Oof. That'd be cool. Now let's go back to where they find Alderaan and they do know what hap- where to go to Yavin. What happens there? It's not as cool. It's not as cool. It was pretty cool. That was cool. My story was I pretty like cool. I liked it. All right. So the then, so they get there and, and the Death Star is still present and they get caught in there. No, no, no. I'm talking they find, they know where to go. They know. Oh, they know where to go to Yavin yeah. 4. Um, okay, so they go to Yavin 4. They find out that Leia's still um, on the Death Star. On the Death Star, but they have the plans. So they have to stage to a, the Death Star. So they have to stage a rescue mission. Because do they destroy the Death Star with yeah. Leia on it? Ooh. So they either have to stage a rescue mission while they're attacking the Death Star, or they so, just blow it up. So Luke and and uh, some of the soldiers. At this point, it could be. Let's 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 have fun with this. Yeah. Let's say who are some of the characters? Wedge, Wedge, 
I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, Rex maybe Captain Rex. Ooh, yeah. They stay. They go and they stage. They use a shuttle, an Imperial shuttle, uh-huh. to get onto the Death Star to stage a rescue uh-huh. while they're preparing to destroy the Death Star uh-huh. with the fleet. And it's almost kind of similar to what happens in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, exactly. They're on the Death Star. They get Leia off the Death Star, and Luke who's completely untrained in the Jedi arts at this point, confronts Vader, finds out that Vader's his... No, Vader doesn't know he's his father. He doesn't know who Luke is. Wow. That'd be fun. Sounds just exactly All because Greedo shot... All because Greedo shot for... See what you could have almost done to the storyline, Uncle George? But then you wouldn't have Han Solo. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. You could have messed everything up if you just... Because you just left it so that Han shot first. We'd be all right. That sounds yeah. exactly like the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars special. Does it? Oh, yeah. Oh. The, that's, the, the that Death episode's Stars, great. The Death if Stars, you haven't seen that episode, people probably don't even know what Phineas and Ferb is. They but know they, what Phineas and Ferb is. All right, well, then there's the Star Wars episode, and it is hilarious. It is actually really good. And it sort of collides with the story, but other times, there's times where it really doesn't actually Well, it's a Phineas and Ferb episode, so. So we decided that parts of it are canon, because why not? Why not, Right. You know, the reason that Han decides to go back and uh, save the Rebellion, that's why he's at the Death Star, Battle of the Death Star, is because Isabella convinced him to while they were at the bar. Yeah. All right. Uh, Man, it just got weird quick. Okay. Um, anything else we want to talk about on this episode? Anything else? BB Nate, you raised your hand first. I did. Uh, the new Ewok hunt on Battlefront 2 has oh, come out man. today. Today? Yeah. I thought it came out on the 18th. Yeah, no, it's out. Oh, it's out. Yeah, it's out. So today's actually. the 20th. Yeah. Or oh, 21st, if you're listening to this. Sorry. Um, Maybe. I don't want to, like, you write the wrong date down on some, like, government forum today or something. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's the 21st when you guys are listening to it, and it's already out. So if you have Battlefront 2, you can play the Ewok Hunt. For free. For, For free. free. You can either play it. So cool describe the Ewok Hunt. You okay. play as a team of stormtroopers trying to escape... Endor, or or you can play as a team of Ewoks trying to protect their you. village. That sounds well, so, like a lot of and fun. it's at night, so it's either you're the guys trying to. So you want to play this tonight, are. like late tonight after probably yeah we finish up our so like you're gonna have like nightmares about Ewoks. Oh no, I love Ewoks. It's actually what's cool about this is this is gonna make Ewoks actually scary like because in this they do this I like, hope it changes my view of the end of yeah because of what it is is it they perform like guerrilla warfare like it's the middle of the night and they're just attacking stormtroopers in the dark Throwing stormtroopers don't know what's happening them. it's uh it's straight up oh I'm trying to think of an analogy for this like from a movie okay. I don't know but it's scary they don't know what's right, going on is, is it going to be scarier than a quiet place no <laughs> I, quit, I didn't think it's quite but it, that's scary. It's because you won't know where you are. And what's cool is you can either play as the stormtroopers you know, getting freaked out because where the heck are these Ewoks? So how did this go from an anything else to like we're actually going to do Because it's cool. Okay. And <laughs> what's your anything else there, Sam the Hutt? <sighs> I was getting right in the middle of I know. Anyway. Sam the Hutt. Um, there's a strong rumor that uh, tickets for Solo are going to uh, go on sale the 4th, right? And they're going to give us exclusives at Disney. The problem is the tickets we want to buy are in Marietta. Yeah. And this is important we get those because what is the, what are we doing buying these tickets for, Samuel? My birthday party. His birthday party is to go see Solo. It's his actual birthday. Yeah. On the 24th. 17th birthday. 17th. 
You gonna cry? No. Not at all. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna cry? I'm gonna cry tears of joy on your 18th when I kick you out. Oh, just yeah. kidding. If mom was listening, <laughs> she would punch you. Uh, we'll find out if mom does listen to this podcast because if she doesn't say anything about that, then we know she didn't listen to this episode. Right. So. <laughs> All right. Mine is Star Wars J.J. Abrams taps Victoria Mahoney as episode nine second unit director. So this is a not only um, is she a uh, woman, yes, which, which is, is a big deal yeah, for Star Wars. Huge deal. Awesome. She is a woman of color. Well, that's Which is another big deal for Star Wars. True. So I, you know, congratulations that's to uh, Miss Mahoney, and thank you J.J. Abrams for stepping to the plate uh, to do this. Now, what we're hoping for is that um, let's 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 see it happen. Let's see a first unit major main director of a Star Wars film be either a woman or a person of color. That I would mean, be cool. I, I'm ready for it to happen Let's like do anybody it. else. That and or, I, here's what I know. Uh, Lucasfilm is more committed to this than anybody on social media I, and in the news is. And they are going to find the right film for that. I, I have a question. It came up a couple days ago. Really? And it's not on episode 9. But it came up. The Game of Thrones directors. Uh, Benny Off and Weiss. Yes. Nice. How many movies are they doing? It is unknown. It is unknown. Oh. Could they be doing two? They could be doing two. They could be doing they three. Do they two? could be doing four. They could be doing The Force Unleashed because they did say that or it was going to be old. even a more appropriate Knights of the Old Republic. I would like to see a Force Unleashed. I would like Based to on... Oh, we haven't played Knights of the Old Republic yet. No, we got to do that sometime. We're going to do we that just, We just... So we already have Knights of the Old Republic 2. I don't know so why. So now we've got to do Knights of the Old Republic 1. We just bought it and we got to right. get working. Anyway, I think Benioff and Weiss are doing Knights of the Old Republic. I, I want that era. I want Force Unleashed yes. to be put into canon because the story was so good. Yeah, it was such a it, good it game. Collided with a lot of stuff. Yeah, lot. it's not. It, it won't. It's work. a cool character. Though. It won't anyway, work in canon. They have to make another Force. Unleashed. Even though Sam Witwer is one of the best Star Wars guys out there. So yeah. All right. Oh, he played. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he was. You didn't realize that? No, I mean now that I see the picture of Starkiller. I can't... Un- oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was Sam Witwer. That's his star <laughs> in the Star Wars world. That was wow. such a He played Darth Maul and a bunch of I other I didn't characters. remember that. That's even cooler now. Yeah. All right. So we got to figure out a new podcast poll for next week or whatever. What? 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 Ready? Aim and fire! When are the tickets going on sale for Boom. Solo, A Star Wars Bang. Story? Did we already do that one? No. Um, no, we did when the trailer was going to drop, I think. We okay. haven't done when the tickets are going okay. on sale. When are the tickets going to go on sale for Solo A Star Wars Story? Will it be before May, May the 4th? On May the 4th? Or after? Or after the May the 4th. That's a good poll. Yes. Yeah, I'll have to remember to put that one up. I'll put it up this time. <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys want to share with our amazing fans that are so patient with us? Uh, thanks for tuning in and suffering through this um, sort Great of last episode. <laughs> Uh, we will try to do people. better next time. Yeah. I, I thank you for being here and listening to this crazy podcast and being loyal to us every week. May yes. the force be with you. May the force be with you. And this is going to be probably the most appropriate outro in the history of our podcast. Are you brainless? I never ask that question till after I've done it. We're smarter than this. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Yep, yep. 
When we go out to eat, we never agree on where to go. I want burgers! Pizza! Tacos it is. The one thing we do agree on is, we all want unlimited high-speed data. That's why we switch to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four lines with unlimited LTE data for just $100, period. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Requires new line. During congestion, the fraction of customers using more than 35 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds. Video streams at up to 40p. No tethering. See store for details and terms and conditions.